you said like you're not looking for a long term no i'm like, trying to get the fuck out of the u.s and go be a whore in europe for a while <laughs> with like... your boyfriend in germany yeah you can't see i really need to hear about that sometime everyone welcome to another episode of the just a tip podcast my name is jesse peterson hi this is sarah lee hi i'm max dallison <laughs> that was our responsibility to introduce our guest yeah <laughs> there. am i supposed to talk or oh, we just looked at you and then you ran with it um, so this is our guest max talisman hi max hi guys happy to be here how's it going i'm doing well i'm doing well you know surviving the quarantine yeah i feel like we're starting to you know make it to the other side hopefully a little bit you know the abbey's open till 2 a.m <laughs> our friend andrew obviously like andrew's been on this podcast like five or six times at this point he um just texted us like right before we started recording abbey's open till two let's go well, everyone knows that our usual wednesday spot after recording is davy wayne's we go there all the time after recording but i don't think that's an option at the moment yeah i don't think they're open yet are they closed I think so. Yeah, for it's a very coronavirus. Dancing, <laughs> dancing floor focused mm. bar. So I think it's not very good. Yeah, but so is the Abbey, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> the Abbey has like a full food menu, though. Ooh, I don't know so, if I want to eat there. <laughs> does Davies? Davies has like a separate they window. Have an outdoor like yeah. food stand. Ooh, that's cute. I haven't yeah. been there. Davies has oh. a lot of British guys, and that's why we like it. Exactly. <laughs> the Abbey Makes just sense. has a lot of gays, <laughs> <laughs> which is why I like it. Exactly. Right. <laughs> Um, so I guess we should have our guest give us a little intro, um, you know, what you do, how old you are, your relationship status. Sure. So I'm Max. I'm Max Talisman. I am 27 as of this past Sunday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Thank you. Jesse was there. It was lovely. Um, we went to a restaurant. It was crazy. <laughs> we did. It was outside. <laughs> we saw the sunset. There was water. There was water. And we had to sit six to a table or else they came out and yelled at us. It was honestly really bizarre. Like the coronavirus rules are really crazy because restaurants and bars are reopening. But they were like, yeah, you can only have six people at a table. But Max has like so many friends. <laughs> and so we're like, there's like, I don't know, like 20 of us. Yeah, it was like 20 or so. And so yeah. we're like, okay, but we all want to hang out. And they're like, oh, well, you're al allowed to stand and talk to each other. They were also like, we're like allowed... well, what's the point of they're... not being together at a table? They were like, you're allowed to sit at this table if we move it towards an angle. It was like, yeah. what are these rules? Yeah, there like, are a lot of rules going on. Yeah. Anyway, um, I'm 27. I am mostly single. Mostly? We'll get some more explanation like, on that later. I'm, I'm pretty single. I'm pretty single. And, um, <laughs> and uh, I'm an actor, writer, and uh, now director. I will be directing my first feature this coming winter, which oh. I also wrote and I'm starring in, and it's called Things Like This. It's a gay romantic comedy, and <gasps> um, we have a really exciting cast, which is really thrilling. We have Academy Award-nominated actor Eric Roberts. Ooh. We have Charlie Tahan, who's a series regular on Ozark, and a really good friend of wow. mine. Um, primetime Emmy nominee Miles Tagmeyer. What was Eric Roberts nominated for? Runaway Train. Oh, okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, he, yeah. So he, Everyone look out for this film. What's it called? Yeah, Things, things like, like This. this. Yeah, you can follow it on Things Like This Movie on instagram or you can follow me the max t show because i post a lot about it too cool. <laughs> yeah so other than that i'm an actor and i've been acting since i was very young grew up right outside of dc in bethesda maryland 
um, went to Syracuse University for two years, then moved to New York for the past five and a half years. Just got to Los Angeles in January 2020. Welcome and to LA. We're happy thank to have you. you. We have a lot of East Coasters on this podcast. Yeah. We are East yeah, Coasters ourselves. I, I love the East Coast. I'm like, miss it. Yeah. Like, I miss the I people. Yeah. I miss like East Coast people. You it's know? definitely a different vibe. <laughs> yeah. I sort of like don't. <laughs> you don't miss East Coast people. I, I mean, I, I surround myself with East Coast people in LA, but I don't miss the East Coast at all. See, I understand that. Like, yeah. I understand that, but like, it's just the East Coast sensibility of just like, you know, brutal honesty is just like so my vibe. <laughs> just mean yeah. New Yorkers. Exactly. It's just yeah. like so my vibe. <laughs> so, like, the LA thing of like, you know, being nice to everyone mm. who you pass on the street, I'm like, mm, I'd can be exhausting. Not talk. Can yeah. be exhausting for sure. Yeah. Although I've had to um, limit myself. Like, I've found that. I date a lot of Italians from like Philly and New York, mm. New York, and that always <laughs> ends up going really badly. <laughs> I date a lot of like Catholic boys. Yeah, Catholic Probably Italians. Also, yeah, Catholic yeah. Italian. Irish Italian. Italian. They could be Italian. Whatever they are, they're repressed. You know what I mean? So. <laughs> yes, I grew up with a lot of those as well from Jersey. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Sarah, I didn't even remember. Like, I have so much of an update from our last podcast about that guy who had ghosted me. Who oh, responded yeah. on the last pod? So we recorded two weeks ago. Yeah, um, we took a little hiatus because obviously we wanted to focus on Black Lives Matter and didn't want to detract from mm-hmm. all the traction and like all the Instagram posts so yeah this is like probably two or three weeks after we last recorded yeah and okay. also it's like there's not much to update i guess because we are still semi-quarantining yeah. <laughs> yeah i don't know i've been in a couple days <laughs> like 40 percent quarantining yeah <laughs> <laughs> well so i met max actually um my first time seeing friends really on andrew's birthday and yeah. his birthday party that was yeah. when i met you <laughs> i was like this girl is amazing <laughs> she's so funny we're all fun yeah, yeah totally <laughs> andrew friend group life so it, and andrew's your agent andrew is my agent and it's um it's a really great you know working relationship and also personal relationship he's one of my closest friends in los angeles too so um, it's a it's a really cool thing to like have him as my agent and also my friend because mm-hmm. we're both like very passionate about all the things we work on or we both like he pushes me a lot to do my best work and I think you know in return I, I, I do my best work which is in you know helpful for him as my agent. Yeah. I've never been close with my agent before, and this has really changed the game for me. It's it's a special thing, yeah. I think we should just name the episode of the podcast "We Love Andrew." We should. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Andrew. We sing too much on this fucking podcast. Um, okay, wait. So we didn't even tell you this before we started recording, but we always have our guests tell us their like craziest dating experience. Oh shit! It could be a first date or just like a crazy dating um, relationship. Okay. Anything you can think of, not mm. to put you on the spot. No, 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 <laughs> totally not to put me on the spot at all. <laughs> You're an actor. You got this. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm, this is a funny story because it actually like inspired a whole TV series. So wow, I'd consider that pretty. Yeah. I mean, so do all of my crazy dating experiences. <laughs> yeah. so. so I had broken up with a, a boyfriend who I dated for like six or so months, and this is like 2016. So it's a few years, 2015, it's years ago. And I met this dude who lived in Philadelphia because at the time I was in New York. And, was he um, an Italian Catholic? He was a Jew. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Was he an the Italian Jew? To be, clear, to be clear, I am also a Jew, which is why I'm like, you know, um, 
very i feel like from a young age jewish people are like raised to think that jewish people are very attractive yeah and i'm just like not sure it's the truth but like <laughs> genuinely i think most jewish boys are very very cute i find jewish boys very cute too. me too if you're yeah, jewish I think okay, so, a lot of jewish jewish okay. so jewish boys are very cute and also they also you know love their mom and like they love you know family and food so, so do italian catholic yeah. boys they love their mom 100 and food so um but i uh so i visited this guy in philadelphia and I visited him. We'd only been talking for like two or so weeks before, but I was like basically middle of the summer. It was hot as fuck in New York. And I was just like, I guess I can go to Philadelphia for a, a, a few days, hang out with this guy and just like, you know, see what happens. Mm-hmm. So basically I get there and um, we hang out the first night and it's fun. Like it was, it was fine. But then the next morning it just like started to feel like very one-sided, you know, like I was getting texts like, you know, like, how are you babe? Like all this stuff. And I was, like, watching Wimbledon on my computer. Wait, as in, like, you went, like, hung out, and then you went back home? and So I was staying for, originally, it was going to be, like, four days. Because uh-huh. I also had other friends in Philly, so I was, like, able to, you know, supplement it by, like, seeing yeah. other people and um, stay at this guy's place for free. Um, but basically what happened was, like, long, it's a long story, but he just, it was a relationship to him, and to me, it was more just a few days of an escape, mm-hmm. right? And so, basically, like two days later i was his phone background and i was like oh this is oh no this is a lot i don't think i've ever been anyone's phone background yeah me neither basically i like made up that i had an audition and i had to go home so i escaped back to new york and i um i was with my friend uh who who lived in new york with me and i um all of a sudden i was like i need to text him and just like break it off yeah i was like because to be nice, like he deserves that. Break up with your four day boyfriend. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and literally when I right when I got back to New York, he sent me that picture that was his background. He was like, Don't oh, we look cute? It's like God. it's literally a selfie in the dark. That's some like stalker shit. Yeah. So I get back to New York and um I'm like I text him, I'm like, Listen, I need to focus on my career, like I need to, you know, all the typical tropes, right? Like I need to focus on my career, I need to like focus on me, like all that kind of thing. And um Basically, I get four texts that are novels, and they are just, like, the most dramatic things that you've ever read in your life. He was, like, he was basically, like, you be, you just became another guy who I fell for, who doesn't love me, but I love them. He was, like, your your desire to focus on your career should have been brought up to me weeks ago, not now. I mean, you'd only known this guy for a few weeks, no? I, I literally hadn't even known him for weeks to tell him. <laughs> like, it was... Like, so you want me to tell you before I met you that I'm passionate about my career? Totally. Which, I mean, <laughs> was pretty clear for anyone who meets me, even for, like, five minutes. Yeah. So it was, like... Basically, long story short, I became this boy's boyfriend before I knew that I was even, like... <laughs> in philadelphia you know that's what I mean? like, so it's like yeah so you were dating me and jesse you know <laughs> <laughs> the Seriously. thing is like gay people are usually like so afraid of commitment that yeah. it was so alarming to have a boy who was like we're married and i was like no way <laughs> like you know so did you ever like when you were first talking to him though did you not get those vibes that he was like really seeking a relationship i mean like i think the thing was like i am actually like genuinely a relationship person like mm. i'm not someone... i could see that i could i mean i haven't known you that long but i get that vibe <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm someone who likes like I have a lot of love to give. I'm an empathic person. I like to really like, you know, help people and like give my time and my energy. And so I'm very naturally someone who likes to be in a relationship with one person, Mm -hmm. but I I just wasn't ready for that. Like it was just such an alarming amount of like, you know, just 
feelings that were just like thrown at me and i was like i said i had just gotten out of a breakup like a month before so it was like it was just not the right mix and i just felt very attacked wow yeah. that's actually perfect because we, we were talking about we're gonna talk about later in the episode love bombing yeah a new quote unquote. so me. that sort of like um, reminds me of that where he's just like throwing everything on you right away totally but he wanted it Right, the yeah. difference is love bombing, then you ghost the person, whereas he kept texting <laughs> like, me. Yeah. Love um, nuking. Love nuking, yeah. <laughs> It was a love bomb, but it wasn't like, he bombed. Yeah. You know what I mean? But um, aside from his, like, weird clinginess and uh, obsession, like, did you like, aside from that, like, did you like who he was? Did you feel like you got along well? No, I mean, like, yes and no. Like, I felt like... The thing that's most important to me, to be honest, is, you know, as someone who writes comedy and is a comedic actor, like, the most important thing to me is that you can make me laugh. Mm. Yeah. Like, us too. I feel like we really value value <laughs> that. I mean, it's... No men are funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean... I mean, no stream. You're my, funny. My most recent ex is hilarious. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why we, like, have kept talking so much, is, like, we keep making each other laugh. And yeah. so, like, we just talk through everything like and and the thing is like we would you know have these dramatic moments but then they would just be broken Mm. by someone saying something funny and like to be able to do that in a relationship is a like really powerful thing yeah you know what i mean to be able to break the moments of tension by like pure laughter and joy oh my god this makes me like so like i mean i guess i am in a relationship (laughs) are you i mean uh i'm dating Uh, someone uh, okay okay i mean like but that's the thing i think that like with him specifically that has like kept bringing him back into my life because i've like i said at the beginning i am single Mm -hmm. but because of covid which we've mentioned i um have been talking to my ex (laughs) and we we ended things when i moved to los angeles because he's uh, you know new york based Mm -hmm. and i am not anymore and it's a very hard thing to do date someone across the country you know so um basically it was like he like said like if you move you know that's it but i was I moved, right? It was that what that decision is what forced the hand in the end of the day. But right. um because of COVID we started talking again. It's also hard when yeah. the relationship isn't broken off because of a conflict or like, you know, some disagreement, but physically like yeah. purely because of like a physical like or logistical reason. Yeah. And it's harder to like not continue talking to them. This was the first time I've ever had a breakup where I didn't feel like anger. Right. Or I didn't feel yeah. like, you know, like negative feelings towards him at all all i have towards him are like really good feelings and i I think he's a genuinely great person and like the thing is if it ever worked out in the future i would be down with it Mm. so that's the major difference between this and all my other breakups is the fact that like i genuinely still think he's a great person i I often wonder like which of those breakups is harder if like someone cheats on you and you hate them and you have to break up is that more difficult the pain than being having to break up because one person has a job opportunity to seek on the other side of the country i think the hard thing about like a breakup like this is you know the feeling that maybe it could have been different yeah right and like that part of it is um kind of hard to swallow because it's like well if it could have been different does that mean it should be different now mm. and i think genuinely the answer is probably no right if you're everything happens if you're on a completely a different coast and like the, there's a time difference there's you know a life difference um we have very different careers in the first place and so like all of that stuff probably means that right now we're not in the place to be with each other but i think still to have that connection is a nice thing right yeah. to still know 
that there's a person in New York who I care about and who cares about me and I'm able to talk to them and we're able to make each other laugh. Like, that's still special to me. And because of that, it's not something that I've been ready to let go, even if we're not together. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense in that, like, I feel like I have a lot of relationships like that. Um, it's something that my best friend Steph and I do, and Steph lives in Manhattan, mm-hmm. is um, we'll, we'll all often be like, oh, this guy is so perfect, except this one thing. <laughs> and then the one thing is, like, either he's geographically separated from me by 2,000 plus miles yeah. or like he doesn't like me. Yeah. And it's like, we have to remember, he he's, like me. well, that's like a more serious one. But <laughs> you like, the issues are that we're not meant to be together. Right. Whatsoever. <laughs> Just a minor hiccup. But it's like, we have to remember that he's not perfect if he has that right. major totally. issue. Yeah. Like, and it's so hard to think of because you're like in every single other way, I can see us having the happiest life together. But it's like, that will never let it happen. I think the tough thing is like specifically like with something like this, it's the issue isn't between us. Yeah. You know what I mean? The issue is the fact that like I'm in a 2000 miles away. Right. So that's, that's the biggest issue. And neither of you want to move. And so it's like, okay, Um, well, well, I would love to go back to New York at some point, to be honest. Mm. Like, I love L.A. So it's still, here, it's still an open chapter. Like, it's not been closed. Yeah. It's in the card. You're still talking to him. Exactly. And I feel like that's something probably a lot of the listeners can relate to right now, talking to exes during quarantine. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I also think, like, not even exes, right? Like, no, people yeah, who hooked up for, like, one night oh are like, what's up? How so are many. you? Right? It's like. I'm fine. <laughs> I will say though, like on the on the subject of like guys making you laugh, I was going back through a bunch of old pictures last night because I'm lonely. And so I was looking at like old pics from me and my ex and like on any given day, I hate his guts and I'm blocked on everything. <laughs> but like he would make me laugh so much. Like I fell down the stairs of my office building one day, which was so embarrassing. I fractured my shit. <laughs> oh my god. Like it was it was all bad. And then he like he sent me like um update from Mr. COO of like fancy investment bank. Uh, associate Mr. Stairs has been fired. Like <laughs> and like things like that where I was just like, oh, he actually was like a really good guy, but yeah. we totally. hate each other now. So yeah, that's fine. No, humor yeah. is so important. And yeah. it just because then it just makes every day just more fun. Exactly. I mean, I think like especially when you're able to be on the same level with humor and you're yeah, able to kind of like banter. play off each other. Exactly. As banter, the British boys yeah. say. <laughs> no. no, but that, I think that's for me, like I can like get along with people no matter what, but like if they don't have a sense of humor, if they don't make me laugh, if I don't make them laugh, why would we spend and you know, all the time together? Just, yeah. It doesn't, yeah. For sure. Yeah. I actually was talking to this guy the other day. I like, I had some phone call to like help some guy with his startup at the beginning of quarantine and he had a really sexy voice, even though his name was Matt. And so I was like, fuck, like, I hope he's ugly. So I don't like get a crush on him. And then I looked him up and of course he's hot. Is Matt like a dangerous name for you? <laughs> Jesse oh, I hates Matt. I hate Matt. <laughs> My name's so close to it though. Like, uh, so but yours different. is better. Mine is better. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Max and Matt are very different. Don't worry. Very different. Yeah. Um, and so I looked up his picture on LinkedIn and of course he ends up being hot and so I was like, oh, fuck. And so I develop a crush on him, but I never do anything about it. So then my friend who had introduced us DM'd me the other day in like response to an Instagram story or something. And I was like, yo, Steven, like your friend Matt, who I talked to like three months ago, I have a huge crush on him. And he was like, oh, let me guys like let me like set you guys up in a group chat or something. Mm-hmm. And so Steven like put us in a group chat and then left. And so oh Matt and I have been talking. <laughs> Wait, was this during quarantine? 
this is like a week ago. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's like when you actually introduce someone and then you like walk away. Right. But like the quarantine <laughs> version of it. Yeah. I mean, they both live, they're roommates. They live in Richmond, Virginia. Oh. So yeah oh so that's two thousand miles away well though. jesse's right. also talking to men from across the continent yeah continents <laughs> i have globe. several boyfriends in germany so listen i understand that my first serious relationship he lived in atlanta so really I get it. it was yeah. long distance it was well not okay my first serious relationship was at syracuse but it's a little different it was like we were kind of off and on for like two years so yeah or a year and a half or so. it's it's great it's the worst um but so we were talking for a little while and i told him i'm like i was like for some reason i was like i'm really horny and he for was some like, reason <laughs> i want to well, because i was horny um, <laughs> and he was like i mean i think it's pretty easy for you like any girl to get dick and i was like i'm not horny for dick i'm horny for witty banter <laughs> love Accurate. romance cuddling well, and then if there's true. dick involved then that's just a benefit they, like, need a, they need a word equivalent to horny but for like the emotional gratification i was gonna say this, i hate the word horny do it you so gross to me as like a word it, it's like you know how like people are so worried about the word moist like, yeah, like so yeah. Worried about it. for me the word horny is like that i'm like what does it mean so like, how do you describe like, it when you're like feeling sexually charged there's gotta be a hotter name for it right like to be stimulated like, to be, like, <laughs> be like i'm electrified oh my God. could you imagine if i this just is like, like is this greece this is the 1950s <laughs> yeah, totally, totally. no and by the way i was thinking about greece the other day that it's done in like all these high schools and that literally a lyric in greece lightning is that the chicks will cream and no. it's, like, it's like what is, do people realize what that show's about like i genuinely want to know yeah i was sandy in greece in seventh grade um shout out to my short-lived musical theater career um and we had to modify almost in every song's grade. lyrics yeah to you did be it in seventh grade yeah i just genuinely feel like people do not understand that show well that's also like spongebob you watch it back now and they make the craziest like sexual you know innuendos and yeah. as kids we obviously don't pick up on those things well, they like just posted like the pride thing on Nickelodeon and they had like the picture of SpongeBob and people were like, SpongeBob's gay. And it's like, That's where have you been? Like, SpongeBob was always SpongeBob gay. SpongeBob was always gay. And I feel like they literally <laughs> talked about it. Yeah. Right? Like they mentioned it in interviews yeah. and stuff. This is not like news. SpongeBob is a member of the community. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay. That's so funny. A card carrying member of the exactly. LGBTQ exactly. community. Exactly. <laughs> We love that for him, though, honestly. And I love that Nick, like, they posted that and they turned off the comments because you can do that on yes, Twitter now. Yeah. So no one could comment on the post. It's like, as of today, Twitter now has, like, audio messages. Yeah, I haven't decided what I want to say yet, so I haven't done you anything. You can post audio tweets? You can now. Whoa. Yeah. It's a strange one. And then I'm going to choose, like, a language to speak in and do, like, a... I love that. Fun, like, French or German message. I love yeah. that. Say hello to your German boyfriend. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> exactly. Guten Tag. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be like, shalom to all my Jews. I know. Well, I do, I do talk to my German boyfriends every day, but... So let me let me update you guys. We'll do our, our little round of like what's been going on recently. So the last episode I had called out this guy for ghosting me after having sex with me multiple times. Um, and he had responded with something like pretty reasonable. And so as soon as we stopped recording, Sarah and I went into a brainstorming session. So to refresh everyone's memory, I had said on the Wednesday after we hooked up on Friday, um, hey, I had a great time with you the other night, but I haven't really heard from you. If you aren't feeling this, I would appreciate if you would let me know. I feel like we had a good time, so it sort of surprised me that I haven't heard from you and I'm a little confused. And he responded, 
Hey, I'm sorry for not texting this week and definitely didn't mean to make you feel confused. I had a very fun time too. Honestly, I've just been feeling pretty down this week and stressed about having to make a decision about deferring business school. I feel like I may have jumped into this with you a little quickly before realizing where I was, like emotionally or mentally, with dealing with quarantine, getting stuck in LA, etc. I really didn't mean to disappear and was not trying to ghost you, just to be extremely clear about that. I'm just not sure what I want to do, and I've had to focus on this other stuff. I'm sorry, I should have just told you that as soon as I started feeling it instead of compartmentalizing. I would like to see you again. I just need to, like, put this decision behind me and start focusing on real life again. Which is totally fair. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> first, I appreciate the length of the text because he obviously took some time to think it through. And it seems just very honest and vulnerable. So I respected that answer. Yeah. I was the first one to read it because you oh, yeah. read it. I, I get such bad anxiety when I send dramatic texts. I'm like, Sarah, read it. <laughs> Tell me if it's good or bad. If I should black out first or like just hear it now. And so <laughs> I responded um, after we finished recording. That all makes a ton of sense, and I really appreciate your honesty. I understand that this is such a tough time, and I know how much you have going on. I obviously respect your boundaries and think you're such a great person. I'm always here if you want to talk through anything. i definitely like to see you again, too. Work has honestly been super crazy for me this week, and I definitely need to let off some steam this weekend if you feel ready. If you want to take more time, no pressure at all. Those umbrella drinks will still be waiting for us. So basically, like, put the ball in his court. And so for the next two weeks... (laughs) Um, he continued to text me every day and I would be like, Hey, so like, do you ever want to hang out? And I was like, like, I'm, I'm free this week. I don't have any plans. Plans are illegal, blah, blah, blah. And he'd be like, Oh no, I'm not ready yet. I'm not ready yet. And I was like, okay, well let me know. And he would continue to just text me every day, which I like took as sort of a sign of like, he's still interested, but every time I would suggest anything, he'd be like, I'm still not ready. And so I'm like, I don't want another pen pal. That's what quarantine has been for all of us. Yeah. Like I have enough pen pals. I have a boyfriend who lives in Berlin who I'm not allowed to see, you know, there's more to that story. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think I talked about in the last episode. I didn't talk about applying to 90 day fiance though. That's a new thing. I'm so excited about that. Like I genuinely would do married at first sight in a second. Oh my God. I'm like, I I will do it. Like, let's go. Right, so I'm, like, scrolling through, like, a million texts because we texted literally every day for two weeks before I finally called him out on this. Um, Blah, 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 blah. And also, side note, he's been hanging out with his friends during... Oh, yeah, he's been hanging out with his friends. Going to protests? He didn't go to any protests. Oh, okay, okay. So the thing is, he's this guy's, like, a little bit neurotic, I think, about, uh, like, coronavirus, which is, like, totally fair. Yeah. Um, But it's just, like, at this point, like, we've already had sex, and so, like... And been on multiple dates, and so I'm like, yeah, I don't. Sex like during Corona too. Yeah, they um, met during Corona. Then genuinely, he has no legs. Right. <laughs> like the day that we met, he like invited me back to his apartment. And I was like, cool. Well, I drove here, so I have to go like drive my car off. But if you want to pick me up, then like I'll come back over to your house. And he was like, yeah, for sure. And then I got home and I was changing, and he was like, oh, I actually like I'm a little bit worried about coronavirus and i was like we shared a drink i was like we drank from the same glass if one of us has coronavirus we both have it now but okay sure i'm not gonna like force myself into your house you know and so i texted him and hey so i don't want to put any pressure on you but seriously are you actually interested in hanging out again if not that's totally fine just let me know like I am a human adult. I can yeah. deal with rejection. I don't really care. Um, 
you're I've like lost all interest because we've been nothing but talk for two weeks. I've had to tell people that multiple times. Like if you if you need to break it off with me, it's okay. I'm a I can get over it. I'm an adult, right? Right. I can (laughs) I process these things before I can process them again. Just like honesty. Yeah. Like I've I'm talking to a bunch of other guys on dating apps. I have other people like you're not the only man that I know. Like even if they were, it's not like it's not something that you can move past. Like he's one. Yeah. Right? Like even if you have no other men in your life at that moment, it doesn't mean they're not going to come at some other point. Right. It's like we're adults. It's better to cut it off than drag it on it. Totally. Not going anywhere. Yeah. And so he responded like nine hours later. <laughs> hey, I appreciate that, and I'm sorry for being so distant. The honest answer is that while I am still interested in hanging out. For many reasons, I don't feel ready to be dating slash going on dates right now. So more than anything right now, I'd really just like to continue being friends if you're okay with that. I hope you don't feel like I misled you. (laughs) I think you're really awesome and I had a ton of fun when we did hang out. I'm just not in a place where I feel like I can continue going down the path of getting involved with someone in that way. Fuck that. Right. And so I responded and I was pretty drunk and I was on the phone with our friend Rio, who's been an episode of the podcast before. And so I responded... I appreciate that. I guess where I'm confused is that like we haven't really discussed this because we obviously haven't known each other very long, but I'm not interested in a serious relationship. I just enjoy getting to know you. I'm fine being your friend or casually dating or whatever. I guess my major frustration is both of these require actually hanging out, which seems to be easier than ever right now, given that having plans is illegal, Mm -hmm. but also seems impossible. (laughs) Then I go, I just feel weird because I'm very much like a spontaneous sort of person and you seem to need like a two week lead time to hang out. Yeah. And he responded, haha, no, I definitely understand that those would both require actually hanging out. I've just sort of been in a funk to begin with and afraid to hang out with people after the protests because of the virus and such on top of that. What is the such on top of that? I don't really know. I feel like this is giving <laughs> guys and people a lot of excuses right. to push off. Like, oh my gosh, you, you've you been fighting for Black Lives Matter. Oh, we can't hang out because you might have coronavirus. <laughs> it's like, an excuse. Fuck you, dude. Yeah. Um, I can't FaceTime with you because you were at the protest. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. You might give me germs through the phone. Literally. <laughs> I very much love how spontaneous you are. It's totally on me. I'm completely the one who is like he- weird and hesitant right now. <laughs> I'm probably just trying to play it safe, maybe overly so. But that's why I wanted to level with you to set expectations. Um, no, I am the one who wanted to level to set yeah, expectations. Yeah, literally, literally, you, you did it up. nothing. Yeah. <laughs> you bring it up, and he's like, "I brought this up because you text me yeah. randomly every day to tell me what you like ate for dinner or something." I was the one who you was shouldn't. like, "Stop texting me." That for me is like maybe it's because like I have a passion for food and I love eating. If a guy like sends me a picture of his dinner or like asks me what he should eat for dinner, that is love language to me. That oh, is, totally. That is the sixth level. <laughs> love language so don't do that unless you want to marry me okay 100%. right seriously <laughs> i'm you to be like, very confused for you to be like what did you cook for dinner yeah it's like, oh you want to know you yeah know I mean? it's like, like sexual oh, yeah. stuff there oh, right. yeah. and yet he's just setting it as banal friendship no. sort of stuff nope. it's like rude and then he goes um I should have been more communicative about how I was feeling earlier. And it's like, at this point, you've said that three times. And so he did, but he's glad he brought it up. Yeah. <laughs> he, I, I appreciate it's glad he brought it up. Yeah. I said he leveled with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Responsible of him. Yeah. I do appreciate his honesty, but I think it could have come sooner and yeah. more efficiently and effectively. But I don't feel like he's being honest. 
because he's still hanging out with friends. He's but not he's worried about coronavirus. I, I feel like to say like you're not in a, not in a place to date yeah. is one thing, right? To yeah. be like I'm not in a place to date, I understand that. But to also not really care what your like your view on dating is, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like you said, like you're not looking for a long term. No, I'm or, trying like, to get the fuck out of the U.S. and go be a whore in Europe for a while <laughs> with <laughs> your boyfriend in Germany. Yeah, you can't see. I really need to <laughs> hear about that sometime. But um, no, I mean it's it's fucked of him to just. I, I agree that like the honesty is good, but you made him be honest to yeah. then kind of take try to take ownership of your honesty, being like. <laughs> I I'm doing the responsible thing. It's like no, he's like, appropriating like, your honesty. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. So anyway, I responded. To be honest, I'm not really looking for another pen pal, haha. <laughs> but your boundaries are valid, and I obviously respect them. Let me know if you feel comfortable again. And I did like the shaka emoji. <laughs> so chill. She's so chill. Woo. <laughs> um, but actually, I accidentally sent my your boundaries aren't valid. Yeah, but I'm luckily, the one. Who, she sent, I sent me that screenshot. screenshot and I was like, oh, you told him his boundaries aren't valid. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, fuck, fuck, fuck. And I was like, your boundaries are apostrophe <laughs> or asterisk valid. I'm such a fool. <laughs> yeah and then he responded and this was um what was it what day was this june 8th so it was like 10 days ago um lol i understand that totally makes sense i absolutely will let you know i appreciate being cool and understanding about it as if i'm not the one who's initiated all of this so that means that book is pretty closed or chapter yeah and then i went on a date that sunday um to griffith park with a guy who's from wales Ooh. He's really hot. He's um, Christian Bale. He, oh, is he Welsh? <laughs> yeah, Christian Bale. Oh, really? I knew he was he is, from yeah. the UK. No, he's secretly Welsh. Like every, like, a lot of people think he's American, to be honest. Yeah, because he was the American psycho. He also <laughs> doesn't have like a very thick accent, like or Welsh accent, because he moved here when he was very young. Oh, but I didn't know that. He's Welsh. Did you also know that his dad, before he died, was married to Gloria Steinem? I did not. Know I that. did know that. I yeah, think. Well, only, only spouse of Gloria Steinem. <laughs> oh my God! Amazing. Yeah amazing so you're talking to this Welsh boy but so we went on one date and it was a little bit weird because we went we were planning to picnic um but my friends ended up choosing the same place we were going to picnic right before (laughs) our date happened so (laughs) usually I would distance myself by you know 15 or so feet from my friends but they were like no you should hang out with us and I was like okay (laughs) and he seemed cool with it so we all played a drinking game together and then they left your friends yeah, and then he and I just like hung out and we played Scattergories. That's my favorite for game. a bit. And then we got kicked out of Griffith Park for smoking. <laughs> and then we each went our separate ways and we talked for a few days after. But he's not very. I just like didn't feel like chemistry. Like a, he's mm. a really fun person. He's a good drinker. He's British and hot. But like I, I didn't really feel like I needed vibe. to keep up with him. Makes you know, sense. yeah, it yeah. happens. So I have another date on Friday, and then I'm road tripping to Seattle on Saturday. So that's my life now. Road tripping for fun, or yeah. meeting a boy, or for fun. But I'm going to meet a bunch of boys. There. <laughs> <I love laughs> As it. Jesse does. <laughs> I, I love it. Do you have friends my there? Like, um, I have a couple of friends there. I'm meeting a friend in San Francisco and staying with him. Nice. Um, I'm then going to like the middle of nowhere, Oregon. <laughs> love it. I and look forward Seattle. to hearing about it. Yeah. So I get to go to the um, the Capitol Hill Autonomous Zone, like the communist area of Seattle. Yeah. So that's going to be really fun. That's probably that's what awesome. I'm looking forward to most. Hmm. But anyway, that's my life. Sarah. 
um people probably don't care about my dating life <laughs> it's not i mean i love that it's not that exciting for once because i'm in like a pretty stable dating situation jealous <laughs> well i think it's stable i hope it's stable. <laughs> <laughs> um i don't really ha- i mean we're st- we don't we haven't labeled it or anything the farthest we've said is that it's exclusive we're both not looking to talk to other people but this is also all pretty much developed over the course of quarantine so i'm like I mean, is it exclusive by choice or because we have no other option? Um, But no, I've been with him for like, like almost four months to the date now and it's going well. And I, whenever I'm in something that I'm like kind of serious about, I don't always like talk about it on the podcast so much just because, well, I tell him not to listen. If you're listening, (laughs) (laughs) if you're listening, turn it off. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, But no, it's going well and he's going to take the day off on Friday and we're going to do some fun activities and by that, do you mean sex? Well, that too. But <laughs> Activities. Yeah. Now that things are opening up, like this past weekend, we were able to go to brunch. We were able to go to a brewery. That's nice. And it's like one thing that I will say that's changed in my like dating life is because most of our like, relationship developed over quarantine was very isolated. And it was just like me seeing him in a very isolated, just his apartment and whatever. And now that things are opening up, I'm like meeting his friends. He's going to see more of my friends. And it's, I think for me, it's so crucial to like see what people are like in a social setting and what their friends are like. And so yeah. I think it is going to be very eye opening and like a different chapter in our relationship. And I'm excited and a little bit nervous, but I yeah. Mean, and I feel like we go out a lot and like, he's also very social. And yeah. so like, it's interesting to see like once we're allowed to like have plans yeah. um like if you can still make as much time for each other yeah, and like how you I, sort of like work that out i don't know because he has a lot of friends and like i love seeing my friends on the weekends like are we gonna see our respective friends and then meet up afterwards like i'm curious how that schedule is gonna happen yeah and then like the west like you live on the east side he lives on the west side yeah. like that sort of divide yeah once yeah. the traffic picks back up might be yeah. another story yeah once we can go to the bungalow again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Different vibes. So, yeah, that's my update. Do you have anything you want to share with us? I know. I, mean, I want to get into this relation, non-relationship situation that you have going on. Uh, so you, you, know you said that you told him not to listen to it. <laughs> um, I told my ex that I was doing this. And I was like, is there anything like that you don't feel comfortable with me talking about? And he was like, no, but know that I will listen. <laughs> Hi, nice to meet you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I would say my exes are like 50 50 like half of them listen to every episode and half of them were like i'm never listening to a single episode of your podcast so yeah i mean there's like some like mtv show no it's like a recent one it's not like you know next or do that they still have to- oh my god i love the next bus <laughs> oh who doesn't literally um but there's this show on it was like by the people who did catfish and yes if you don't watch catfish like you should you should 100%. Yeah. it's the best show it is the best show it's so addicting it's interesting it's about it's like it's really fascinating tv but um they did this other show where like it was called like ghosting and it was like people who ghosted Wait, each other. Wait, wasn't that with Rachel that? Lindsay? Yes, it was. Yeah, the ex-bachelorette. She yeah, was the host. It was her, yeah. And so there was this episode with this guy who was a stand-up comedian and the girl was like, I ghosted you because you spoke about me in your set. Oh, <laughs> shit. She was, like, she was like, I sat at the back. You didn't know I was there, but I ghosted you. <sighs> and it's like, like, you should know that he's going to talk about his relationship. If you didn't mention your name, if you didn't mention anything like that, who's gonna know that's a, you know that's what I mean? a we like, never mention names on no here. I, and i never would either it's just like bizarre to me like as someone who you know leads a public life and then like you know is uh you know has been dating people who aren't you know who don't lead a public life mm-hmm. right who 
prefer to keep, you know, they're not in the spotlight in any single way. And so for me, like I would never want to bring someone in unwillingly, but like the stories are mine, right? Like the yeah. things that happened to me are my experience regardless of who is on the other end of them. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. I, I have the freedom to talk about what's happened in my life. I just won't bring you into it. You For know sure. what I mean? Well, so my most recent experience of that was, um, the guy I was dating in January and February, um, we had such a wonderful relationship. Like it was, it was very much very fast. We'd hung out like six days a week for like mm-hmm. three weeks. So he always loved when I tweeted about him because they were always nice things, you know, because we were very happy. And then I went to London. He went on a business trip and he, he told me once we got back together that he had slept with a married woman while he was away. And I was like, okay, well, we're not exclusive. So like you can sleep with whoever you want to, but like you should ask someone before you tell them like if you're not dating exclusively like do you want to know about other people that i've like hooked up with or am dating yeah or because i don't you know well, like either. i'm like yeah and so i i text i tweeted and i was like hey before you tell someone that you like hooked up with someone else um, while you weren't exclusive for example that you had sex with a married woman while your girlfriend was on vacation um you should probably ask if they want to hear it and he screenshot it he sent it to me he's like take this down i feel very uncomfortable having my personal life on the internet like blah 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 blah. you should have asked me and i was like um so i didn't mention your name there's no way to trace it back to you and also you've never had an issue with this before you're only pissed off now because it's bad he's yeah if he's embarrassed about something then he knows that something he did something wrong yeah exactly Yeah. yeah And then I broke up with him. All right. So, Max, tell us about your ex. <laughs> we want to know the glare. Yeah. Um, okay. So, uh, we met We met in March. What time? What day? February. We met in February of 2019. It was um, whatever day that a certain school was playing in a, in a basketball game. What? Oh, like a college. It was a college. Okay. I just don't want to say which one. Um, and we met on Tinder, which I have since been kicked off. <laughs> Um, Wait, same two tinder tinder yeah um, tinder everyone thinks i'm a catfish i'm not like if any if tinder people are listening to this i'm genuinely not oh i got banned because i get in fights all the time i also <laughs> have never been accepted on raya and i have plenty of friends who have been. i've been on raya but it sucked i promise you really not worth it okay yeah. Yeah. andrew was like you should be on it. I was like, okay. Well, I applied and I still haven't accepted, but I also don't want to be on there. Regardless, so. I've been kicked off Tinder since this point <laughs> a few times because every time I go on, I get reported for being a catfish, which I'm not. <laughs> Whoa. Um, so long, but we met on Tinder. Um, I, to be honest, every relationship I've ever had that's been successful, um, the other person has made the first move. Hmm. so he messaged me and i'm not saying that i wouldn't have messaged him um because i i think he's i do think my ex is attractive 100 percent. but um i just like was probably doing something when we matched right so i saw that he messaged me i went and we just started talking and so for the next week we would talk pretty much every second of the day but he um was not in new york at the time he was uh you know in somewhere else and so i'm trying to like <laughs> i'm trying to like tell a, i'm trying to tell a story without like giving any details is he in the cia like what's going on <laughs> no, no, no. no 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 I'll, I'll say that he he was a student okay, okay so okay. he like it, we just weren't in the same place and um because of that it, i just became clear that at that moment we were looking for different things right i'm um at the time i was 25 like i've just i'm I, we've mentioned before I'm a relationship person like mm-hmm. that's genuinely just the type of thing that I usually am looking for and um regardless of where we were at that time there was no 
we weren't going to see each other until um, he returned from school. So um, uh, then we stopped talking, even though right away there was a connection between us. Like he and I just, like I said, we make each other laugh. Like right away we had to, we, he, he says things that I just like surprise me with how funny they are. <laughs> like I don't expect him to be as funny as he is for some reason. And then he says something and I just, no one has ever made me laugh that much because yeah. like I don't expect the funny things to happen. Aww. And so then they do. And then I just kind of like explode. And um, so, <laughs> that's what she said. <laughs> exactly. And so we we stopped talking that March, and then I was in he I was here I was here in Los Angeles for like uh, two weeks in April, mm-hmm. and I for oh I know what happened. Okay, so I had a falling out with a friend. It doesn't matter who, but I had a falling out with a friend, and I tweeted about it. And it was I I honestly almost never subtweet, and I tweeted something I I really don't remember what it was. It was something like have the respect to like be honest or something like that. I'd be honest with yourself before you can be honest with someone else or something like that. Mm-hmm. Anyway. So, um, my ex was, we followed each other on Twitter. And so he messaged me being like, is this about me? <laughs> and, and I was like, no, I was like, I, I, when, when things happened, I told you, I understood your viewpoint. I understood what was happening. I meant it. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm not going to ever like not be upfront with you. Like if that's, if, if it was about you, I would have said yes, right? And that's genuinely how I feel. And there was, like, a few times over the next few months where I would tweet something and he would be like, was this about me? And it never was. I really – there was one time I tweeted about him, but it was funny. And so I, I like, told him I was going to tweet about him. So he messaged me about that, and then we just started talking again, and I was here. And that was the first time that, like, we started FaceTiming was, like, around um, April of last year. And then um, he got back from uh, school in uh, – may so had you not met him in person till may yeah no i hadn't met him in person till may and um on our first date i got um i was invited to an exclusive screening of the new godzilla movie (laughs) very romantic (laughs) very and it was like 4 p.m on a wednesday or something prime time for romance 100 (laughs) percent. and um this dude shows up in a super dry (laughs) (gasps) t-shirt And you're, what are you wearing? Are you like a I'm like in like a cute like button down. Like yeah, that's normally yeah. what I wear. Like even on he makes fun of me because I wear button downs all the time. Like mm. it's my it's my vibe. He's wearing a button down right I now. I'm literally <laughs> wearing one right now. And um, so he was wearing a super dry shirt, which I'll bring back later because it's cute. But he um, <laughs> we saw Godzilla and it was like a 4 p.m. screening that they just wanted us to, like tweet, you know that kind of thing. And then afterwards, he was like, do you want to grab food? And I was like, yeah, 100%. And so we went and we grabbed food. And then after food, he was like, do you want to grab a drink? And I was like, yes. And that's like when you kind of know that like, you know, a date is a first date is good if you keep extending the yeah. time. Yeah. Right. If you keep finding new things, new ways to spend time with each other. You just don't want to leave. Uh, I don't exactly. know. So we've ha- actually had discussion on the pod before about like a lot of guys say that you should cap dates like you yeah. shouldn't be there for more than two hours i personally am a six to seven hour first yeah, date no, person I like, it's nice <laughs> and like, i love people <laughs> but the other thing was like we had been speaking for two months before yeah, that's true. so like yeah. we didn't we, we we knew that we could talk like all that but when he was leaving at the end of the night um i was like do you want to come back to my place and he was like, don't you think that's kind of more of a second date thing? <laughs> <laughs> me? No, I have sex with everyone. <laughs> and it, for me, I was like, oh, he hates me now. Like, I was like, I was like, okay, we're done. It's fine. Aww. Whatever. 
And um, so I was like going home kind of dejected. I was like, oh, you know, too bad. It was a nice first date, but like, that's it. That's the mm. last I'll see of him. And then like 10 minutes later, he was texting me and it was, you know, Aww. we um, dated for the entire summer. Aww. And uh, then he had to go back to school because he had uh, one more year left. Mm-hmm. And um, we talked pretty much every day while he was at school. But I was like very much like whatever happens, happens. Right. Like, I don't want to hold you back. I don't want any of that. And um, I'll continue to talk to people, too. It was, like, over the summer, it was very much, like, mostly between him and me. Mm-hmm. But then, and it was, it continued to mostly just be us in, like, that space. Um, like, you know, a, a relationship-type space. Were right? you guys exclusive? Never. Oh, okay. Never. But I think because I just, um, I never felt comfortable putting, I don't know, that kind of expectation yeah. You know what I mean? It almost felt like it was easier to not be exclusive and for us to be happy than for us to be exclusive and kind of be miserable. Yeah. Right. And I am someone who like genuinely I'm I'm a monogamous person, like all of that, but I he's a little bit younger than me and I I just feel like there are experiences in life that he may need before he's ready mm. for what I'm ready for. But that doesn't mean that I don't want him in my life. Yeah. Mm. I'm so un- mature. <laughs> <laughs> I also understand. Cause like when I was dating my, my tech ex-boyfriend, like the first guy that I dated in LA, I remember you texting me like, do you feel like pressure to put a label on it? And mm. I was like, not really. I was like, if he wants to date someone else, like he can do that. That's fine. I like him a lot. But I'm that, only that seeing might go him. to show like how secure you feel in your relationship with someone yeah. that you don't feel threatened by like Yeah. Well I think I like even now, like even though we're not, you know, there's no label on us whatsoever. And like if there is, it's that we're exes. And so like <laughs> even now I just kind of feel like I'm confident in the fact that we care about each other. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm confident in the fact that we just like get along and like talking and, and it's just with covid with covid and with everything that's happening it's just i genuinely don't know why we wouldn't talk and if the the thing is i always go by like if if we stop talking tomorrow we stop talking tomorrow it doesn't change that i think he's a great person it Mm -hmm. doesn't change that i think what we had was super special and i when we um you know broke up which was when i moved to los angeles because um i was starting a new life you know what i mean it's um it's really scary to move across the country. My whole family is on the East coast and um, it's a huge, huge adjustment. And I, it just for both of us didn't feel right to continue something that could change. You know what I mean? Yeah. That could change so rapidly. It felt right for us to let it go together, but we still talked almost every day. (laughs) And um, I think the thing is like, I've always felt like we could stop talking tomorrow. Right. But I'll still like be like, that was one of the greatest things. And so I texted him when we stopped talking and I said something like, I was like, I know a lot of people view relationships as only a success if they end with like a marriage or if they end with like a commitment Mm -hmm. or just the two of you for the rest of the time. But I was like, I want you to know that I will always view what happened between us as a success because we got to know each other. That's so beautiful. And (laughs) and then I was like, and what we had was special. And I was like, so whatever happens, I want you to know that this was a success. Yeah. I feel, I I think I agree with you. I think 
the majority of my relationships actually i'm on good terms like with literally all my exes i'm still on speaking terms friendly terms mm. i think of all of them like none of them ended poorly and i had fun while i was in them and there were things that i learned so i walk away from it just thinking like all you can try to take away is the the enjoyment that you got yeah. from that experience and yeah and i always think like no matter if like chris or matt or jack or i like and today or whatever you like, literally said everyone <laughs> i know i only date guys with three names I'm, I'm like at least like i've been to like x number of cool restaurants with them we've had this many cool experiences we've had so many good times we've done karaoke like i had a good time and if it ends then it ends but i i'm never gonna regret the experience exactly yeah, yeah. and so as we've you know extended our talking into this Period. The thing is, like, I'm. I know that because we're shooting this movie in New York, I will be back in New York mm. for most of this next part of this year, um, starting in October. And so, for me, it's um, I don't, I don't want to like have any expectation. Do you feel like part of you does though, like subconsciously? I, just... I, I honestly feel like no. Huh. Like I feel like honestly, I will be okay if we're on good terms. Awesome. I think that's really what matters to me. I that's think what so matters healthy. is like being able to if i even if i just want to see him as a friend like being able to have that open mm -hmm. for me it's just about like the connection of us as people and like being able to say like right what i said which was like i feel like we were meant to meet each other i feel like we were meant to be in each other's lives if that isn't romantically i can live with it yeah yeah do you feel like the situation that you're in now like talking to him are you still comfortable meeting new people like would you f do you feel like an obligation to have to tell him if you're starting to talk to someone new i think if it gets to a certain level probably just as like a respect thing um because i mean i yeah because he's my ex you know so it's just like if i started talking to someone else and it was becoming something serious mm -hmm. i think i would but like i i talk to people all the time you know what i mean and yeah. it's just like nothing has reached the level where it's become something that I felt the responsibility to talk about. And, um, so I, I, yeah, I definitely would tell him. Mm -hmm. It's also awkward though. Cause you don't want to be that person. That's like, you know, they, there's always those memes, like a guy approaches a girl being like, um, can I just ask you a question? She's like, uh, I have a boyfriend. Like, you know, yeah. he's like, <laughs> he doesn't, he doesn't care. He doesn't ask, but you're just like, I'm not like available or whatever. Yeah. You don't want to be that person. But at the same time, you also don't want to lead it on too long and have them later be disappointed that you didn't let them know beforehand. Yeah. I think he and I have always been really honest about that kind of thing with each other, which has been really helpful. Yeah. And I think that's one thing that's been true between us this whole time. is just that there's been honesty and like, you know, no, um, we haven't misled each other at any point of time. And yeah. so for me, that's been the most important thing. And I think that's probably why like we're still talking mm -hmm. is because like any time that there's been like anything we've talked about it. Um, I'm not going to like, if I go on one date, that's not worth telling. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> why? Like I went on a shitty date today. Yeah. Exactly. To tell you Although all about actually it. I have told him about a shitty date. I, went okay, on. I guess that's a different well, yeah, that's that's a good, like, story. I was, like, yeah. So I've done that. But like in general, it's like, there's no need to talk about things until you need to talk about yeah. things. You know what I mean? And because I do want to keep him in my life in some way, and it could be in a, you know, this specific kind of way. So because of that, it's like, I don't want to make things bad if yeah. I bring up something that goes nowhere. Yeah. I just actually you know? think it's, um, I think it's funny how, um, <laughs> I think it's funny when like you, you end being like, not even exclusive, but just like, being like the facade of like oh yeah i like i don't want to tell you about anything else that i'm doing because like i want 
I want you to think that I'm only dating you. And like, Mm -hmm. I want to think that you're only dating me, even though we're not exclusive. But then like once that ends and you're like, okay, well, let me tell you like all my crazy stories. Mm -hmm. And then you can see someone in like a totally different light and you can either be like, oh, they're sort of trash or be like, wow, this version, this like really honest version of this person is actually so much cooler than like the version I was seeing before. So have either of you guys watched You're the Worst? Ah, uh, yeah. yeah. Okay, so it's like one of my favorite TV shows in the world, and so <laughs> wait, is that the one with um um? The, is he British? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I love that show so much, and you know the idea of that show is like, if you're able to be your worst self with someone, then maybe it can work out, right? If yeah. you're able to be open about who you, your past, who you are, your fears, your anxieties, right? And so, the two things I'll say is that for me, when starting this a while ago, and like if I started anything with anyone. I feel being upfront with that stuff is so important, right? And I've hid that kind of stuff from people in the past and it always comes back to bite me, right? And um, the big thing I'll say about this relationship is that I've, or when it was you know, a relationship, I had terrible relationship anxiety my whole life, just awful. And I, I had no tools to deal with it. Um, and he doesn't have anxiety, like, at all. Um, <laughs> what is wow, that like? That must be nice. I know, right? Yeah, Beautiful. <laughs> yeah, no, but there was this weekend where I ended up spending at my grandmother's beach house, and it was... We'll see you there. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, it was honestly one of the worst weekends of my life. Um, <laughs> okay, well done, JK. Well. <laughs> I, was, I was so anxious. I was going insane. I had no voice. Um but my cousin kept making me go to these loud bars where I was the DD. And so it was like awful. It was a terrible, terrible time. You're like, I can't say anything to you, but I have to drive you home. So here we are. (laughs) Yeah. And also I was going through like major, like it was a major panic attack time. It was kind of constant. And so I remember being in the parking lot of a, if any East coasters get this, of a dumpsters, dairy place which is uh we're both east coasters and sarah and i are drawn blanks i think i think it's like an ocean city maryland thing dumpsters it's delicious but i was in there (laughs) i was in their um parking lot and i was so fucking anxious i was just kind of losing my mind and so i texted him and i was like you need to know something about me (laughs) (laughs) i love texting guys i was like like, like, i was like just so you know I have anxiety <laughs> and I see the three bubbles and he goes, well, you've always been a fairly anxious boy. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I'm zero alone. surprise, zero surprise, zero anything. And so basically from that point, I, what was nice was that I was able to work on my anxiety with, not with him. Right. But with, you know, um, professionals, but I was able to feel supported and mm-hmm. I was able to feel like my anxiety wasn't going to be the reason that this relationship fell apart. Mm. It was going to, by being supported, I was able to finally work through these issues, which had been dragging me down through all these relationships. And now, listen, I'm still anxious. Like, who isn't? But <laughs> right, like, And me. I still have moments. But I now have the tools, right, mm. to be able to deal with them because I finally felt supported enough to be able to and so that's something that he gave me that i will always be thankful for fuck jesse is the key to curing our anxiety (laughs) is finding a man who already realizes we're very anxious well sarah the answer is no (laughs) (laughs) because i i feel like the same way with with, like most of my exes and i'm i'm very open about like my anxiety and i try i try to be an advocate and like talk talk about things and stuff but 
um a lot of the guys that haven't I, I haven't ended up dating like more long term like I've been on these two dates and then I've had like a really weird panic attack yeah and then I always end up just like texting them like way too openly like yeah, I'm having a manic episode I'm in an evening gown at Mendocino Farms eating a salad like and they're like okay this girl's a little weird <laughs> it definitely... I just like I'm sorry I laugh but the imagery of like an evening gown of a ball gown is gorgeous literally like I, I don't have them like that often but it's like some days I'll just wake up like very like disassociating because I'm like fuck yeah. my job fuck my life I don't care I don't care and yeah. I'll put on like a maxi dress and I'll just go to a salad place and like sit outside for three hours drinking wine eating a salad yeah and so then the guys are like okay maybe this is like too open too soon yeah so. I mean I can see why two dates might be too yeah. soon I think also- it's about striking a balance yeah <laughs> um but I, I think like I I mean I think mental health issues are so important to talk about because yeah. I think everyone has something you know what i mean like we all do we all deal with some yeah. sort of thing that keeps us down and if we're not able to talk about it in open spaces and be honest about our experiences we're never gonna get over the stigma of it i think it's hard because when you're dating someone and someone you really like and think highly of you want to present the best version of yourself totally. like a flawless version of yourself and so being able to open up about that i think is hard and i think that's something that i am kind of dealing with right now just because like the guy that i'm dating i like I mean, obviously, I, I like hold him up to this like kind of like unrealistic pedestal pedestal. Is that the word? Yeah. Yeah. English is my second language. Um, <laughs> and for me, it's like, well, I think so highly of him. Like, I want him to think so highly of me. So I don't want to like admit what's going through my fucked up brain. And it's just like, at what point do you feel comfortable enough to share those things? I feel like for me. When I, at, when I finally I mean I'm starting to see his flaws too um, which is normal and great I think once I see enough of those and I'm like okay well he's also a real person yeah. and like when you can like see that vulnerability on both sides is when it might be like a comfortable time for me to open up about those insecurities and whatever it may be yeah and I feel like I feel like Sarah and I are very much the same way and probably you too Max like that we we love to talk we're very talkative people and so like when i'm in a relationship i'm sure you're the same way max (laughs) you're talking too much (laughs) but when we're like talking to someone or like starting to date someone like we we like to text them and we're very like frequent texters we're all big and i get so much anxiety when a guy's not yes when they're not a texter because i'm like does he hate me and it's like no he doesn't hate me he just doesn't like texting but it's uh, like people never gonna work people aren't connected to their phone in the way i am and so like i mean and honestly my X is this way like I will send a hundred texts and finally I'll have to be like can you answer this one it's yeah. kind Are of you important dead? Hey, did no, you die? No, 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 it's not like that it's just like because he knows that I can kind of spew things and so I sometimes have to be like this one's actually important oh, please answer you, you gotta do the question mark on that specific text oh my god yeah like <laughs> uh, well I actually I did have to do that with this guy that I was talking about earlier because like it was right when the protest started mm-hmm. and I knew that he lived like literally in the middle of it like melrose and fairfax yeah and i was like hey so you haven't texted me in a day and i am actually worried about you yeah and then he was like oh my god thank you for checking in and i was like well i wouldn't have to check in if you'd fucking text me yeah. loser <laughs> yeah a lot of my texts are kind of just fluff like this is what i ate today this is what i did and then when i have a serious question i'm like okay yeah this one actually mm-hmm. yeah. requires a response <laughs> uh, response requested <laughs> colon <laughs> yeah but no definitely we're all big texters here which is great that we can yep. relate on yeah. that <laughs> And especially during quarantine, if you are starting to get to know someone or dating someone during quarantine and the only method of communication is through your phone and you're not getting that validation, it's you start to second guess and you're waiting around. You have nothing but time to think. I think it's so like if someone's not a texter, they have to be a call person. Mm. You know what I mean? Like we have to be able to communicate, especially during this time, because like 
if we can't communicate once again like what are we doing yeah like i want to meet you in person i want to see you in person but if that's not able to happen for a little bit we got to be able to talk yeah. some way if you're not going to respond to my texts i'm going to facetime you and you better pick up you know what i mean like that's <laughs> that's yeah. what i'm thinking it's like you have to have a connection in some way and yeah. to not it's that then why are you even what's yeah. the point you know? i mean that's an issue that i have with a lot of guys like a lot of my relationships have ended because the guys weren't spontaneous enough and i'm like listen like we don't have to see each other spend all day together and then like sleep over like it doesn't have to be an all-day commitment we can just meet for a cup of coffee and then like part you know yeah and a lot of guys aren't like aren't spontaneous enough to do that like they want to have like full plans mm. and it's like well we're not it's not gonna work out because yeah. i just want to be able to get lunch with someone and then like live my life yeah i just want to say something real quick because i realize i haven't said it say it which is that i'm a hundred percent single so if you're listening to this <laughs> oh, you and you're a you gay not? man and you're a gay man <laughs> and you like my instagram the max d show please message me I think i'm okay. not on tinder anymore <laughs> because you got kicked off. people think i'm a catfish which i'm not so please feel free to message me I think we could get some Text hits, me. hits from Can I get my you. number out? <laughs> I mean, if you want. You put it in the show notes if you want. Yeah, thank you so much. Or anyone, like, DM me or Sarah at, at Hannah Sarah Lee, H-A-N-N-A-S-A-R-A-L-E, or at who's that girl underscore it's Jesse, and we'll give you Matt's number. Totally. Or DM him and go straight to the source and yeah, he'll give you his please. number. I will. I will be like, I mean, like, like i gotta do some background checks you know what i mean but we'll do that, diligence yeah if you're you gotta do the me on, linkedin if you message me on instagram i will be looking at your instagram you make sure I mean? you're but, public make sure you're public yeah make sure you're public or that you accept the follow request <laughs> wait okay so i have a date but, on friday oh, sorry can I, oh no go for it i was just yeah. gonna say real quick off of that i do not trust gay men who don't have public profiles <laughs> I like really, what are you fucking hiding? What are you hiding? What gay man doesn't have a public profile? Yeah, what gay man is not wanting to show everyone their outfits? Something is wrong. <laughs> I don't agree with it. And I like I said I will like accept my follow request, but open your profile. What's wrong with you? Sorry, yeah. sorry, Jesse. I, no, I I totally agree with that. I also um think that of straight men. What the fuck are you hiding? <laughs> yeah. Um, for example, my date on Friday. Yes. Um, he has a private Instagram profile because obviously. I stalked him everywhere. Um, but so I went to his LinkedIn as I do and his like bio section has like a little like sentence he's in production and then it's like a little sentence like I love like human collaboration and like blah blah blah. And then he's like that film, comedy, basketball, and mimosas keep me going. And I was like, oh my God, you're so simple. It's <laughs> like we need uh, that info. Film, whatever. Comedy, I do it basketball i can talk at lengths about college basketball if you want me to and mimosas oh boy are you going to be easy to please so anyway i'm really i'm really um hopeful for our budding relationship <laughs> as of friday i'm hoping for you too i, I it, doesn't it do you guys feel like everyone's getting cuffed up lately that's the vibe no I'm getting. absolutely not really yeah i feel like no one oh, I, feel like I think I'm absolutely like... no one is getting cuffed I feel like up. no one has been on a <laughs> single date um, yeah. oh, okay maybe that's just my except my friends. fucking ex-boyfriend who we saw at that party uh-huh. who like debuted a girlfriend during quarantine by instagram and i was like fuck you <laughs> here's the thing like i am the only single member of my family and it is very painful because That's my tough. sister no my sister oh I'm, i have a, a five people in my family my sister my twin sister and my brother 
my parents and me, right? And um, my sister, we were going to Argentina, and, and this is years before we went, and my sister was like, how does it feel to know you'll be an eighth wheel? <laughs> oh, so they bring their, like, significant Yeah, they were both there. bringing theirs, and um, I, luckily I brought my best friends. So I was like, okay. But how it was are you like, an eighth wheel? Does it have to be an odd number wheel? Ninth wheel, ninth wheel. Ninth? Yeah, you'd be the ninth. No, you'd be the seventh, but then your friend would be the eighth. No, par- no, no, no. Oh, yeah. If it would be eighth, wouldn't eighth. it math-wise? No, seventh. No, seventh. 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 Okay, because you're either the third wheel, the parents, fifth wheel, or the seventh wheel. Parents, siblings, S- siblings, which is six of them total. So I'd be seventh. Yeah, you'd yeah. be seventh. Okay, seventh wheel. <laughs> the eighth wheel <laughs> actually honest, balances out honest, the car. To be honest, that's what my sister said, and I've been correcting it in the story because I'm bad at math. So <laughs> we're, <laughs> we're great at math. This is my fault. This is my fault. I was a math major. <laughs> she, she does call me the seventh wheel, and like, it's it's bad. I mean, my sister is very happy in a relationship. My brother is very happy in. I his. mean, I feel like we're getting to that age. There's got a wedding invitation. Like yeah, people are constant. Like, <laughs> Sarah just... was like, "Am I allowed to request a plus one?" <laughs> I don't know the etiquette. I haven't. I don't gone think you are unless thing. you're like close friends. You can text the person. We are close friends, but it's a relatively smaller wedding. It's in Vancouver. Like... But it's so it's destination. Yes, yeah, so which gives me more reason to bring someone. Right? Yeah, yeah, hotel room. especially if like you're covering the ticket and stuff. They shouldn't but, like, care. Also, I'm like, who the fuck would i bring i don't know if i'm gonna be in a relationship then anyway so <laughs> hopeful thing just request one for funsies, just funsies. <laughs> yeah bring no. a random bumble match of you guys end up oh breaking up the shit that i would get for doing that i can't handle it <laughs> yeah no it, there's just been a lot of pressure i feel like with the age that we're all in the same age bracket and i don't know i i think maybe it's just my immediate circle of friends have recently been cuffing up um i think it's par- partially the quarantine that's making them do it and I guess I can't. I mean, I'm in a relationship now, so I'm not the one to be like talking about it. I mean, four of my exes are engaged right now. That's crazy. But you also have like a million exes, so I also have a million exes. So basically, it's like four of my million exes are engaged. (laughs) It's like a point oh five percent of my exes are engaged. Yeah. Yeah. What do you guys think that the dating world is going to look like when like this is officially? I mean, I guess it's starting to ease up. I think there will be more outside dates, right? Like more things where like you're kind of being creative, like what you said like the picnics and yeah. things like that i um, really hope that um restaurants are able to keep serving alcohol to go yeah that'd be and great. then i mean la is pretty much struck down open container laws like i walked a mile and a half down melrose with an open pina colada today yeah. <laughs> new york like, is the same way like, yeah. They got rid of them. yeah i mean but also how isn't it kind of hard for them to tell whether something's a cocktail can they oh, yeah. just, like, i mean if someone you? if someone had stopped me I would just been like, oh, it's a smoothie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I had a friend who literally walked out of a bar with a beer in New York. This is in New York in Hell's Kitchen. Finished drinking the beer, which he had just walked outside with threw it in the trash and a cop was waiting for him <gasps> really and wrote him a ticket yeah really oh my God. what yeah. it's like you can do that in london and it's like i feel like quarantine has really shown like what laws are what Necessary. laws are on purpose and what laws are like totally arbitrary totally because like open container is totally arbitrary it's yeah. like if you're not being a public disturbance if you're not like publicly drunk like mm. then why would they care if you're drinking Especially, a white yeah. claw outside yeah, you know just yeah. walking around like, yeah what's the harm <laughs> Yeah, I agree. And I feel like a lot of the reason was to protect restaurants and mm. like be like, oh, you have to go into them mm. to have a drink. But now it's like you can't go into them. So like support them yeah. and like buy their alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Especially be- if they're providing the drinks, it should be totally legal. It yeah. It should be like if it's in like a certain cup or like that kind of thing, like we can live with those laws. Right. But, like, you know. Because I was in London in January and I was like rushing to finish a drink to like go on a date. And my friend Sarah was like, oh, you can just bring that with you on the tube. Yeah. And I was like, 
wait really <laughs> i think another way that d- dating might be different is like even when you go to bars now like we were just saying you can sit at your own table with your group but you're not allowed to really mingle with other yeah. people so there's gonna be less like hitting on strangers there's gonna be more <laughs> like there are already are most people meeting on apps these yeah. days but it's gonna be even more yeah, yeah, yeah i even agree more for a while i think everyone should turn on airdrop <laughs> send yeah. each other yeah. messages and contact pictures. cards or something oh like, i thought you were gonna yeah. say like pictures nudes, <laughs> like, nudes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like hey do you like this you can just airdrop it to literally everyone in the bar and whoever responds yeah, literally like, yeah. like this is what i'm working with let's go because <laughs> i have you ever guys ever gotten that before on planes i've had like a guy send me like i think you're cute it's just like a selfie of him how do they and do then, that? like how do they know 23a or whatever i don't know they i think they send it to everyone i don't oh. know i just thought they were for me but it just might be me being overconfident <laughs> that's funny <laughs> no, i've never been airdropped anything except like pictures from my mom <laughs> yeah me neither that's fine yeah. i airdrop memes like all the time to rando yeah i like asked. that that's a nice little it's a fun it's party an act activity of kindness. it's like here you go yeah. laugh but do you think that people the quarantine has made people want to be in a relationship or had have made them want to just be like fuck around and like i think it's made people just more focused in what they want regardless of what it is you're right you that's know actually such a good answer yeah. yeah so like if people really did want a relationship then that's what they're coming out looking for but like if someone was like really focused on like doing you know their career stuff then that's what they're focused on it's given people a lot of time yeah, to think it's given people time to think about their lives and like now that you know people are going back to work or going back to dating like that's what we're going to be like whatever you are passionate about it's going to be your number one mm. so max i totally agree with you with the one caveat of post nut clarity I think that after guys get their first like nut or hookup or whatever, then they realize that they've wanted all along. But until and then, they just want to have sex <laughs> with wish. someone. Yeah. Like, because like the guy, so Sarah and I, I think we talked about this last episode. Like she used to hook up with this guy who I'm okay, now talking I to. I hooked up with him like once. <laughs> I went on a few dates with him. And then I met him on Hinge during quarantine. Yes. He FaceTimed me. I already had his number saved on my phone as name Sarah. Oh my god! <laughs> I, was like, I was like, "Hi, do you know my friend?" <laughs> That's how much Jesse and I have dated through LA. Yeah. Like we're now yeah. just taking each other second. And oh so I think god. we're gonna go on a date um, when I'm back from Seattle. So Very, I'm really so curious to hear how this goes. I think it will go well. Are you, you know, we're both tall. No, totally. Yeah. yeah, I liked him. He's a nice dude. Yeah, he's a nice dude. We at the time we weren't really looking for the same thing um but i think you would like him i think he's he's tall we facetimed <laughs> twice like we had a good yeah. time he's no. very funny maybe we can go on a double date would that be weird no that'd be so fun actually i don't know that could be weird well so sarah I feel like maybe like a third <laughs> date on a double but like not the first one it's not like hey remember your ex <laughs> <laughs> but i would have to explain to the guy that i'm dating that I with that's guy. true that would be a little weird that would be so sarah and i um we had we had the fallen out of texting uh conversation because like we matched the f- at the beginning of quarantine and so like we facetimed twice we texted for like two weeks or so and then like it was like oh we don't want like a pen pal relationship and so we just like faded out and then i that's your theme of quarantine is like no pen pals yeah Yeah, i I don't like like it it. unless they live in berlin and then i'm all for it (laughs) (laughs) but so then um i texted him when the the guy i was talking about earlier like the first time like 
he was like, oh, I just don't know about my life or whatever. It's not what he sounds like, don't worry. (laughs) (laughs) A little concerned. And so I was like, okay. And then I texted this guy and I was like, hey, like now things are opening up again. Like if you ever want to grab a drink and a patch of grass, like I'm your girl. And we talked a little bit and then we faded off again. And then I was at the pool with Sarah on Monday Mm -hmm. and we sent him a video of us together. (laughs) Wait, did he respond to that? Yeah. And he goes, wow, wasn't expecting that. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, is that code for um, you hate us? (laughs) But he was like, Jesse, what have you been up to? Like, do you still want to grab that drink sometime? And I was like, I do. I do. So we're going to get drinks soon. That's nice. I'm so curious how this goes. Mm. I mean, he's Scottish, and I love accents. He's a drummer. I love people from Ooh. the UK, so yeah. that's good for me. <laughs> yeah, he's very he's tall. Yeah. yeah. Checks off all your boxes. Yeah. I think he's not looking for anything serious, but that's fine, because neither am I. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm a whore, and here we are. <laughs> I think something serious would be kind of nice. Well, you're a relationship person. Yeah. 100%. I'm also a relationship but person. But I'm, I'm a relationship person because I had, like, two years of not being a relationship right. person yeah where i got to do whatever i wanted and i lived in new york by myself so like because i had that time i'm now able to be like i know exactly who i am i know exactly what i want and like that's great but like if i didn't have that period to myself yeah i think i'd still be kind of searching for whatever i was you know looking for yeah. so when you're going into something new now say you're on not tinder because you got kicked off tinder but like Fuck it's you, tinder. <laughs> different are you on any other dating apps right now <laughs> i'm on every other one i mean because like tinder is honestly like probably the one that gay men use the most for dating how so. does how does gay bumble work like you just talk so for like straight get bumble one of the woman has to message no first. i know it. no yeah so it's straight i mean gay bumble it's just like one of you messages the other if it, you don't message within 24 hours it disappears yeah. so is it's it like, just so it's like the, bumble bff so the second person who swipes has to be the first to message no either one can message oh okay okay yeah it's just like it goes away after 24 hours gotcha um and all the other apps are pretty much like the same yeah um yeah but no um i'm on every other app so you can find him on every app or Instagram. <laughs> but then, um, so I was like helping my friend with his profiles and he showed me his grinder profile. Yeah. And he was like, his name was RN. And I was like, are you a nurse? <laughs> no, no. He's and he ready was like, right no, now. I'm, I'm looking, <laughs> he's I'm ready. for immediate dick. Immediate. <laughs> ready. Is that really yeah. what that is? Yeah, right now. It means oh, right now. Oh, shit. Yeah. We need more of that on like straight Bumble too. Yeah. Mine. I agree. <laughs> Mine says my name. Grinder <laughs> is a different level. Grinder is just yeah. like a totally different game. Yeah. Totally. Grinder is intense. It is scary. <laughs> yeah. It's not I think a place. it is a little bit of a testament to like that guys don't have to worry as much about like being murdered as women do. <laughs> like when they're meeting up with men. No, but I think I've definitely been afraid of being murdered during Grinder hookups before. <laughs> okay, like well, genuinely. that's also an issue. <laughs> yeah. There was definitely a few times where like I would like, because in New York I had a doorman and like I would be like, yo, if you don't hear from me, <laughs> call the police. Right. <laughs> you know, like something happened. Can I share my location with you? Like. literally i mean i i'm 100 percent a location share with my best friends anytime oh, i feel sketched so out so i'm like yeah and i i always share location with one of my best friends so anytime yeah. i'm like going somewhere i'm like look at <laughs> that it that was me in Make hawaii sure a year ago when some random guy on instagram was like i want to take you on the tour of honolulu and i was like yeah for sure me sharing location with all of <laughs> jesse's my friends. location in the middle of the pacific yeah. ocean <laughs> yeah, literally <laughs> 
oh, everything no. was fine i'm alive okay but back to this conversation of like what quarantine has made us learn i think i've actually learned that i am interested not in a relationship but in genuine connection yeah and that could be a different guy every night who i have a genuine <laughs> connection with and want to hook up with or it could be one person, but like I, I can't have sex with someone that I don't actually like. Yeah. I don't want a random person to come over to my house and hook up with me. Yeah. Mm. I want to cuddle always. But when, don't you feel like when you find a genuine connection though, like wouldn't you want to see them again? And but if I found a different genuine connection the next night that I'd be okay with that transferring over. But you don't feel like if you found a real genuine connection, like you would be like kind of set with that. Like you think you'd still be looking for other genuine connections. Um, I think I wouldn't be looking for them, but I understand that a lot of men are really trash and that they might not want the same thing with me. Cause I feel like a lot of guys are like, okay, hook up and then we're done. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, that's fine. As long as I have another guy lined up who I actually like. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, we were mentioning earlier, like you were like, if I met someone, would I stop talking to my ex? But we have a genuine connection. I don't think necessarily we would stop talking. So I think, uh, like, we would still have that connection even if I were dating someone else. So mm -hmm. I, I do, I agree with Jesse. Like, but if he was mean... here, then you wouldn't talk to other people. Because you, you'd want to see him, like, every night. I don't live in hypotheticals. Okay. <laughs> no, I do. I mean, that's a good I, place honestly, to not I, live I have in, brought but... up hypotheticals to him. He yeah. doesn't live in hypotheticals, so I try not to. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's the truth. Uh <laughs> no like i'm definitely not polygamous so like i'm not, I'm not like, either yeah i wouldn't be like seeing like one guy seriously and then another guy seriously and like be like oh you guys take tuesday and you no, take I mean, thursday if, i you think know, that's like... the thing that's the hardest is that i know if i was in new york or if he was here yes we would yeah yeah i just yeah. maybe it's because i'm like bad at multitasking or i just get so like narrow what's that called tunnel vision like if i meet a guy that i really like and i feel like i have a genuine connection with i think that it's hard for me to try to like match that with someone else yeah. like my focus oh will no go there. i feel exactly the same way i'm just like i'm thinking about the guy that i was dating before who like we hooked up and then he like totally like faded and then was weird it's yeah. like well I'm, i don't like him specifically i just liked the connection that we had right yeah. and so it's like because he's not paying attention to me like now i want the exact same thing with someone else i think maybe you kind of operate because you've had these experiences you operate on like um like a plan b method where like you kind of expect or in the case that plan a doesn't work out you need to like have a plan b lined up yeah i think that's kind of what it is yeah hmm yeah hmm Interesting. Hmm. <laughs> what yeah. I've learned about myself during quarantine is that I always like to be talking to someone. And if it, if I have a really strong connection with one person and it doesn't work out, I want to have someone else waiting in the wings. <laughs> right. But do you think you go into something kind of expecting it not to work out? No, I, I so like when I met him, we talked about in the last episode, like uh, we had had a two hour phone call like two nights before. Uh -huh. And so I sort of like knew that we already had chemistry and then we met and we had perfect chemistry mm -hmm. but he was just a loser <laughs> <laughs> take an L um obviously like which I learned after we hung out like two or three times and then he just like was like I'm worried because you went to protest <laughs> Um, you care about other people right <laughs> but it's like I spend a lot of time on dating apps and I really just haven't I haven't found people that I like really connect with. So I'm really hoping yeah. that my date on Friday goes well. <laughs> I yeah. think that's another thing about dating apps is that there's so many people and so many options that it keeps you just like, well, what else is out there? You know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which is good. And yeah. I guess good and bad. I don't know. I guess for me, it's like refocus my um, 
like we've said, I'm a relationship person a million times. Everyone, like, he's a relationship person. Relationship he's person. Also, he's single. <laughs> so if you want to date him. I said, uh, yeah, single <laughs> and relationship person. Um, no. But I, I, so for me, it's just made me more like, that's what I want. And I'm less willing to take anything else. Yeah. Right? Like, I'd rather wait for that with the right person then force myself into something that doesn't make me happy. Yeah. So right off the bat, do you ask, like, what are you looking for? Can you advise? <laughs> well, I mean, on Grindr, they just go, looking, question mark. <laughs> RN. <laughs> Literally, that's their question. They're like, looking? And my answer is no, I don't have time. <laughs> I think that is something that I have to be pretty open with, is that, like, here's the thing. You won't be able to tell if there's a connection like that on a first date or a second date or a third date. You know, that kind of thing is built over time. Mm. But you have to be, for me, I have to be honest about, like, what what I'm looking for, what I'm ready for. And if that person doesn't feel like they're open to that kind of thing, if they don't feel like they're in the space for that kind of thing, then there's no reason yeah. for us to go down this road. You're wasting time. Exactly. We're wasting each other's time. You're not just wasting mine. I'm wasting yours. Yeah. So um, th- that's what's made this clearer to me is that I'd rather be single for a bit and, like, I'm happy. I have a ton of, you know... Jesse met friends of mine and I, you know, and I, I have a lot of people in my life. I'm lucky. And I, I like am busy career wise, which is nice because, you know, I focused on my career back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, so because of that, I'm like, my life is pretty good. I feel pretty fulfilled. The one thing that I would like is a long-term nice relationship with a great guy, but I don't need it tomorrow if it's not the right person. Right. And I'm not going to, jump settle. down that yeah i'm not gonna settle yeah no because yeah, i've had good things in the past so i know i don't need to and that's know? the thing is like we're we're all pretty young you know 26 27 and yeah. like uh when i said earlier that like 0.5 percent of my exes are engaged like they're all in their 30s and yeah. so it's like i'm not i don't feel any sort of pressure to find someone that i would like to settle down with right away yeah I would love to get married. Just kidding. <laughs> well, we know Sarah loves marriage. <laughs> I do love marriage. No, but I, yeah, no, I don't feel like I'm at a place to do that right now. But I would, I do, I am very much, I'm going to say again, I'm also a relationship person. Even though I don't want to get married now, I would like to be with someone that I would want to get married to. Yeah. Like, I was, there was like a question on OkCupid that I saw that was like, <laughs> it was, are you ready to get married or settle down, right? Or are you looking for someone? And I I answered, get married, yes, settle down, no. But that's just because of my life. Like, I don't think I'll ever be in one place permanently. Mm-hmm, yeah. It's kind of, like, all over the place. But I definitely would be ready for that kind of thing. Um, funny, quick story. Um, my sister is, like I said, in a serious relationship. Hopefully they get engaged soon. I'm putting a lot of pressure on them. <laughs> um, but my grandma did, too. My grandma said to my sister, she's like, Lita, when are you going to get married? And my sister was like, Grandma, I don't know. I'm only 26 at the time. She's like, I don't know. I'm in no rush. And my grandma said, Lita, you're my only hope. I'm going to die. <laughs> my grandparents said that to me all the time. But really? She died. So <gasps> sorry. That was oh, really dark. Yeah. But my grandma's still alive. May she rest in peace. He's, my grandpa's still alive and very supportive of my current relationship. <laughs> yeah, we talked about them in the last episode. Oh, <laughs> right, right, right. He was like, even though he's not Korean, I love him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Um, but yeah, grandparents, like, so there is a lot of pressure from the outside and I have none. My mom is like, I've given up on you. (laughs) My mom told me that I need to find someone who takes as good care of me as I take care of them. Mm. And she was like, I'm not going to be happy until you find that person. My mom just says, Jesse, you need to find a guy who loves to dance. That's all she says to me. That's a good answer. Yeah. I think that says a lot. And my ex-boyfriend. 
like to dance <laughs> but then he slept with a married woman while i was in london and then he told me about it and now we're not together anymore i feel like i only like to dance like five drinks in also this was an issue that i'm really like, this is like it made me really secure about my decision to break up with him his dad was a cop and like his uncle is also a cop bless you sarah it was a cop it's a cop family um and so i he always would get mad at me when i would be like fuck the police about anything he'd be like my dad's a cop and i was like no one cares um but so i really don't think that even if we had made it through quarantine till now i don't think we would have made it through the protests that's a good point. I would have been like, yeah. all cops are bastards, and he would have been like, my dad. And I'm like, ah, I don't care about your dad. Fuck your pig dad. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> so, when's my wedding? Just kidding. When's your wedding? Okay, so let's do this one last story that I got via Instagram DM today. Oh, oh, here goes Jesse opening her phone to get a notification from Hinge that Matt liked you. Of course. Oh, no. <laughs> So today, this girl DM'd me on Instagram. It was like, can you ruin a guy's life for me? And I was like, hey, what's going on? And she was like, okay, it's a long story, so buckle up. So buckle up, guys. And so she goes, I dated someone on and off for months. I don't know if you've heard of the term love bombing before, but it very much was like that. And then once things weren't perfect, there would be a pull away and he would disappear for a few days. And finally, quarantine made it much easier to stay away and out of it. I just said if we were meant to work things out, we would see each other after quarantine. He called me one night two weeks ago and asked to just talk. That turned into multiple FaceTime calls that were hours and hours. I continued to keep my distance, stay on site, start talking to you, even a little me, but obviously fell back into it with him. Mind you, he used his dad's passing a few years ago and his therapy as an excuse for icing me out and treating me poorly, and I 100% accepted the apology and said I would just put the past in the past. Sunday, he asked me to see me, and he lives in Long Beach, so we met halfway in Calabasas. We did meet in a hotel. I know it sounds bad, but the day was more than that. We checked in early at noon, spent the day talking and watching movies, catching up all of it. He booked it, but I got there before him, so I had to put my card down. He said he would Venmo me for the day, and and it wouldn't be a big thing, which he did. We spent the night together. I left for work in the morning. He seemed a little off to me on Sunday, but he had brought whiskey, so I thought he was just drunk. Monday, he was texting me all day, not even a minute in between, which was I thought was sort of weird, but also sort of cute, because it was how happy he was and like blah, blah, blah. But then Tuesday, it became promise you will never leave me and stuff like this. And so she sent me a screenshot of their text conversations where he goes, mm, what if you don't love me a couple years in? I won't divorce you. We're together forever. What? I will fucking kill any man that ever tries what? to touch you. <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait. If you this cheat just took on- a turn for like a horror film. Yeah. <laughs> this got real really quickly. <laughs> if you cheat on me, I will literally murder him. And what? In any sense, I think I broke my ankle. <laughs> oh, wait, what the fuck is going on? And she responds, oh what God. happened to your ankle? <laughs> That's all she responded to? <laughs> what happened to your ankle and your brain? <laughs> and she goes, so I then was like, hey, I care deeply about you, but I'm at work. So I'll call you when I'm off. That was at 4.30 p.m. on Tuesday. And when I called, his phone was on do not disturb for an entire 24 hours. I called another time the next day and texted once in the morning and once in the afternoon. The afternoon was, hey, I'm actually worried about your safety night. Just let me know that you are safe. He texted me, I haven't stopped drinking. I am an emotional wreck. I'm on an IV. I need time to get better. What? 
Okay, this is just red flags left and right. This is like every single red flag in the book. I am terrified of this human. <laughs> Wait, nobody We're gave talking about American Psycho. This right. is like... <laughs> she goes, I said, well, I'm glad that you're okay, but I'm also confused about what happened this weekend and how long you've been dealing with this. I can be a support for you. But what you were saying kind of scared me a bit. And I'm not sure you want me to do what you want me to do here. Did you mean how much you cared or the physical stuff that happened? Were you intoxicated and then more than I thought you were? He texted me back. I can't do this. I'm so sorry. (laughs) I'm sorry. This is tragic and not funny, but like what? He then blocks me on everything. (gasps) What? And then I get a charge on my card from the hotel for over $400. (gasps) Our one night stay was $170. So I called the hotel saying it was clearly a mistake. And they say, no, it wasn't. He stayed there two (gasps) nights. No. And only came out of the room for alcohol and food. (laughs) And did he he Venmo for the rest of it? No. (gasps) And he blocked her on everything? Yeah. Okay, so he's a scam artist. I guess. I don't know. Love bombing or is code for person. scam artist. <laughs> the girl asks to call the hotel back and then do she does a little bit of a psychotic thing and messages this girl that she had noticed he had added on Instagram and was liking her pics for a few weeks, thinking that she was at the hotel the next night. Her brain obviously went wild and messaged her and simply asked how she knows him and that we were dating up until four hours ago. And she said, sorry, girl, that sucks. Wait, wait. Who was dating him until four hours ago? So the girl was like, oh, yeah, like we're the girl who messaged me was like, oh, yeah, like I was seeing him until four hours ago. Uh-huh. And the other girl was like, sorry, that sucks. What does that mean? She uh, was just like, I don't sorry, know. it sucks. Like, not commenting. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and so the guy immediately unblocks her. It says he was going to get a restraining order <gasps> against her if he could if she confronted him about the money. And she told him not to worry. Then she'd never contact him again. And then blocked him. And so the hotel reimbursed her for the food and alcohol, but not for the extra night. Um, and she's like, yeah, so if you ever do, like, a, an episode on love bombing, like, I just want you to know, like, this is sort of what it is. Like, a very narcissistic person will, like, make things all about them. Be like, I really want to see you. Like, I care about you so much. And then I sprained my ankle. As soon, yeah, <laughs> as soon as you're away, apparently, do an extra night in a hotel, drink themselves into, like, the deepest blackout of all times, break their ankle, go on an IV, and then never talk to you again. Wait, Whoa. this just seems... Do you guys... Have you seen Dirty John? No. You guys should watch that on Netflix. I heard it's good. It's good. I mean, originally it was a podcast based on a true series, and it's also now a show on Netflix. Yeah. Um, I think he's a con artist. I think he, like, knew what he was doing. Like, I recently... um, There's a Facebook group called, like, Subtle Asian Dating and Subtle Asian Trades, um, and just, like, people, po- like, posting themselves and stuff. But there was this girl saying that there was this guy who, like, told her he really liked her and all this stuff and asked to get a hotel together and asked him... Asked her to rent a car for him, but he, like, forgot his credit card, so she had to get it. And then he just kept the car for, like, a month, and she ended up paying for the whole thing. It's like... Oh, thing, my God. It's a thing that people do. It's the next level of just, like, using a girl on a date to get a free meal or something. <laughs> this is so wild because i consider texting a guy three times in a row psychotic behavior yeah <laughs> like for me i'm always like do i seem crazy because i texted him twice <laughs> like and he's like actually can i have your credit card i need a new car well yeah. do, you, do you when you read hear that story do you think he was actually in love with her and just kind of is crazy or do you feel like he, that was all a lie i think that he like probably just doesn't have his life together at all and sort of was looking for anyone who was i mean no offense to her at, like i'd fall for the same thing you know but like vulnerable enough to mm-hmm. like fall for it yeah 
Yeah. Yeah. I feel like maybe his issues were, like, real. Like, the kind of, you know, drinking yourself yeah. into that kind of thing. And, like, not dealing with your emotions. And maybe he did feel very strong feelings for her in the moment. But it doesn't seem to be based in any sort of reality. Yeah. yeah. I, I just don't think it's, like, something that we can we can know because we're not narcissistic yeah. like to that level and so that's the president yeah <laughs> seriously <laughs> like did you but date I, donald trump <laughs> i think that certain people like have enough like of their brain fucked up to be like this is a normal thing for me to do why would she not get a hotel Poor for girl me that she had to go through all that trouble i know it's oh, awful oh my god so yeah i mean this is like sort of like quote-unquote love bombing i don't think i've ever experienced anything to that level but i've definitely had guys been like I want to marry you to like manipulate me into stuff. Mm-hmm. So. I saw a tweet the other day that was like, it was like a gay man will be like, oh, why did you think that me telling you that I loved you for the past six months and asking you to be my boyfriend and asking you to come hang out with me meant that I wanted to date you. I saw that too, but like you for a that? straight version. Oh yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like, why'd you mistake that? Yeah. That's you on thought you. we were dating? No. <laughs> yeah. no. And I just like, the thing is that hurts me, I think is that I know I'll never be on the other end of that because I want love so badly that I would, I wouldn't, I could never lead someone on and then be like, I actually don't like you. Cause I'm always like, I like you so much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's clearly a sociopath. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Clearly. I can't believe that story is real i know if you're listening we're sorry you had to go through that but hopefully you've learned a lesson maybe some i don't know some silver lining (laughs) i hope you learned your lesson (laughs) (laughs) um but know that we've all been through shitty situations not as shitty as yours (laughs) but i had someone steal my identity once but that's a different story oh my god wait what it's not even like a dating story so i don't think we even have to get into it (laughs) i mean wait sarah do we have any poll questions to end with no, because I haven't been doing polls because I'm anxious, so I'm sorry. Okay, well, <laughs> in that case, wait, Max, um, we do have a game called Red Flag or Deal Breaker. Yes. We haven't done this in a long time, actually. I'm just going to make up one on the spot. Okay. Um, Red Flag or Deal Breaker. He needs every night to go to sleep with six candles lit around the bed, and you're worried about the apartment catching on fire. To be honest, I'm probably the one lighting the candles. <laughs> he is the red I'm, flag I'm a, here. I am. I am. I love candles. Okay, so, so me too. And so. I was just looking at the candle <laughs> that's in the middle of our like, little you're seance. Like, you're like, random question. Yeah. Well, this is something that I've actually noticed with a lot of my gay guy friends. Red flag or deal breaker, like all his best friends are people that he's like dated or hooked up with. Oh, all of his best friends are people I've dated? No, or no, he- that he's dated oh or like, hooked up with yeah like his group of friends that they always he always goes out with like every night is like all guys he's hooked up with and like two of his exes okay dated deal breaker hooked up with red flag mm, interesting right so okay. if they've hooked up with their friends maybe they were drunk maybe something like that and like could have just happened on a whim right and there's no romantic connection if they dated and it's like multiple people in their friend group mm-hmm. have like dated each other there's kind of this like weird vibe like you know what i mean yeah so you don't want to go into all of a sudden like a sea of your new boyfriend exes (laughs) yeah no because they're not gonna like you and they're gonna be judging you compared to them even if they're in a happy relationship they're gonna be like what can i provide that he provides that kind of thing and so that's very different from like hooked up like for me um i've dated people who have hooked up with their friends and like that kind of just happens some nights you yeah know what i mean yeah like, we know <laughs> yeah no i just but like dated is a different thing you know like if you're in a relationship with like all if you've been in a relationship with all of your friend group yeah that's a deal breaker for yeah me. 
Okay. Interesting. Okay. Also a question for Max because is one of my friends right now. He's he's gay. Um, yeah. But he has started experimenting with his female friends. Okay. And he starts talking about it, how much he like liked eating pussy. Is that a red flag or a deal oh, breaker? For you if you're meeting this gay guy who's like. Yeah. Huh. It's just started. Yeah. Well, so I mean, it's like, this is like actually literally about one of my friends who like has been gay for years and then like ate some girl out last weekend and like really liked it. I feel like that's kind of like dating like a bisexual guy. So like, yeah, not even I mean, like the thing is, if it's something that they're exploring and they're more interested in it than men, then that's something you need to discuss. But if it's just that they're kind of exploring their sexuality because they're young and you know, why not? I, I think that's once again not even a red flag maybe that's like you know just something that you need to discuss just to be like i'm trying this new thing i'm not sure where it's gonna go and then my question is like well are you still sure you're interested in men because if that's not true then like what are we doing exactly (laughs) right but like if you're definitely still interested in men and you're kind of exploring this other side to you that's very different to me yeah Yeah. okay that's very mature yeah sarah (laughs) red flag or deal breaker you really like a guy and you've been seeing him for a while and then you meet his friend. Stop it. <laughs> Stop. We're not going there. We're not going there. Uh-oh. Uh, <laughs> this is back in the land of hypotheticals. Totally hypothetical. No, yeah. I can't get into this. I'm going to get emotional. <laughs> <laughs> I'll cut it out. Don't worry. <laughs> I think that was a great episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Except for Sarah's emotional breakdown in the end. <laughs> She says it through tears. I think that was a great episode. It was so good. It was so fun. (laughs) (laughs) Not not triggering at all. (laughs) Anyway, guys, um, I hope you had a good time. It was great being back with you. Um, If you have any questions or topics you'd like us to talk about, of course, always feel free to DM us at Hannah Sarah Lee, at who's that girl underscore it's Jesse at Tinder district on Instagram or Twitter. And then we have the max T show. Obviously I'll tag him in the show notes, but if you're a beautiful gay boy and you're single, Mm -hmm. please hit him up. He's also single (laughs) as I've made very clear. (laughs) Um, But I hope you have a great week and we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Just be my baby.